Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the lifechangers.info podcast. So happy that you have joined us. I'm so excited to introduce our guest today. We have Rose Snyder. Welcome, Rose. Thank you, Joanna. You're welcome. And Rose, welcome, Rose. Rose is a leadership and executive coach and has been doing nonprofit consulting for over 20 years. Yes. which is so interesting. I can't wait to hear more about it. Welcome, Rose. Thank you, Joanne. I'm happy to be with you. I'm happy to be that you're here and to be with you as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about your business experience and your career and what I love, you know, your background and what you've done and how that inspired you to become a leadership and executive coach? Well, I I come from the Olympic sports world and pretty much have my whole life. I grew up as a swimmer and uh, started coaching swimming as a, as a young adult and then got recruited to go work at the Olympic Training Center for USA Swimming. So that's what brought me to Colorado Springs at that time and worked with USA Swimming, worked with the U.S. Figure Skating Association, and I also then was the Associate Director for Coaching for the U.S. Olympic Committee. And somewhere around all of that, a lot of the people that I used to work with in the the NGB, the national governing bodies would say, could you still come and do our parent education? Could you still come do our strategic planning? So I ended up starting my own consulting business and started, I got some training through BoardSource, which at that time was the National Center for Nonprofit Boards. So I'm certified as a board source. I'm certified in their consultants training program. Yes. And then I've gone on to get Myers-Briggs training and I'm Mm -hmm. a licensee for psychogeometric shapes. And that's a great team building tool that I use. And then I just ended up doing that full time when I worked, when I moved to Tucson a couple of years ago and then went on to get my coaching credential. I just got my ACC credential and I love the blend of consulting and coaching. Yes, that's been kind of the so that's a little bit about my background. I'm still involved in swimming. I love it. I'm on the deck with a small club team here in Tucson a couple days a week. That is so so cool. I mean, and as I told you when we met before that I was a swimmer growing up and, you know, I like to talk about my competitive days, but, and I was, you know, I was, I really do feel like I was a good, good swimmer, but I clearly was not, you know, super competitive, but you, it was really a passion for you your whole life. It sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. As a kid growing up swimming and then you know, having a little bit of the stars in the eyes, because some of the programs I worked with at USA Swimming involved um, working with the Olympic swimmers to go out and deliver grassroots education and clinics for the kids across it's the country. It's so amazing. being kind of starry eyed thinking, oh my gosh, who am I to be working with, with these Olympic wow. athletes? But you know what? They're just like us. So I think you have to get over that and you realize, yes, they've achieved at the highest level, but they're people yes. and such an inspiration to all of us and the kids that we serve. So that was really kind of a fun experience. And that kind of what got me into doing leadership development, because I think that to see how they inspire people, yes. I thought, you know what, I do the same thing. I want to do that. Yes, so absolutely. I love speaking to people. I love speaking and leading team building. Um, I think it really is a blend of all the things I've done over the years that help bring a team together to talk yes. about, you know, hey, differences of opinion are healthy. You know, if you have healthy conflict and not mean spirited conflict yes. and you honor each other's role, who does what? 
Yes. And, you, and you play your position kind of thing, you can have a high performing team. So I talk to boards and in small businesses, just like a team, because that, that's what makes it successful. Absolutely. And can you explain, because I thought this was really helpful when we spoke the other day too, the difference between consulting, coaching, therapy. Yes. And that's a big difference. And it's really something important that I learned when I first started out on my journey to become a coach, because I've been a consultant for years mm -hmm. and to learn the difference between a consultant being more of a subject matter expert, you may bring me in to do governance training or board development. But when I'm coaching, I honor that the client is taking the lead, setting the agenda, and I'm just helping bring out their gifts, their inner strength, their leadership. And I'm not telling them, I'm yes. not advising them, yes. I'm helping them discover their own gifts. So it's a little subtle difference between, in fact, when you do coaching, and you have some expertise in an area, I still have to ask the client for permission. Yes. May I make an observation or can I share something with you? Because they're in control. They can say yes or no and take or leave it. I love it. And therapy is when, you know, somebody really needs help. You're a therapist, you know, somebody who needs therapy of things that maybe are in the rear view mirror that are impacting them. So I yes. can't help them. Coaching takes someone forward. Therapy yes. takes someone backward and looking at the things that may have caused them some trauma or, right. or difficulty in the past. To unsnaggle it so they can move forward. Yes, right? exactly. And I've had plenty of clients that are doing therapy and coaching. So it's yes. very nice and complimentary. But Absolutely. I know what I know. And when it gets to the point where I feel like a client needs some therapy, then, then I will refer out for that. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. So tell a little bit more, because I did take this psychogeometrics um, you let me take the, you sent me a link so I could take it. And I did find it very interesting. And what's, what it, I just thought of when you were talking was, I'm curious if you have seen a pattern, because when you're working, for example, with these disciplined swimmers, right? Like oh, in your career, you're working with people very disciplined, right? And what they're doing. And to me, those are certain shapes where then I guess in coaching and when you're consulting, it's like it could, you could be across the board of what you're getting. Right. 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 It, would be, it would be very different. So just if you can introduce it a little bit, I think it was really cool and very spot on for me when I took it. So I'm just, you know, tell, tell our audience a little bit more about it. Well, psychogeometrics has been around since the eighties. Dr. Susan Dellinger was the originator of the shapes assessment. And recently Susan Haidt had um, purchased it from her, kind of passed it on. Yeah. Uh, Susan has been a consultant with her for over 20 years. And so Susan Haidt has brought it, I think, into the 21st century, but it's a very simple tool based in Carl Jung's theory mm -hmm. and Myers-Briggs really mm -hmm. was the start. And Dr. Dellinger wanted to find a simpler way yes. for people to determine their communication style and their behavior style. It's not a personality test or assessment. It really is a way to zero in on how you communicate and how to learn to flex to communicate best with others. Yes. So it's pretty powerful. And I think, you know, I know some of the left brain, right brain is not as looked at clearly today because they don't want to segment somebody. But really, generally, when you look at the assessment, the, the, the pointier shapes end up being left brain or linear thinkers mm -hmm. and the circle and the squiggle end up being right brained or conceptual big picture type people yes. or communicators. So um, I spend a significant amount of time with groups. And yes, there are some 
similarities with the sports or the athletes right. or the risk takers. Yes, interesting. You, you may have a little bit more of the squiggle because they're generally more risk takers than, mm -hmm. than the, the box who tends to be a little bit more slow to do those Safe. sorts of things or make right. decisions. But it's fascinating. And when I do this with groups, I do it with every group I work with, because I think it's not as much important to know what you are, but learning what shapes your teammates are and learning yeah. to flex your style. Marketing people use it, business people use it, and we've done it in all those different arenas. And the success comes from learning how we say the golden rule is treat people how you would want to be treated. Right. We take it to the next level and call it the platinum rule treat people the way they want and need to be treated. Yes, absolutely. So it's really not to pigeonhole anybody. It's to create self-awareness, emotional intelligence. Yes. It's just, you know, right on what we need today, I think. So I love yeah. it. It may, it's very similar almost to like the love languages, right? right. The way you exactly. just said that. I mean, it's like when you, you know your own, but it's also knowing those you love their language. If it's different, then how do you meet in the middle and talk to each other so you can both understand each other? Absolutely. And yeah. I have blend, I, I have a blend when I do my communication seminars, I have a hybrid of um, the shapes starting out and then nonviolent communication, which I like to call compassionate communication. Love it. Marshall Rosenberg yes. was the uh, originator of nonviolent communication. And I think it's really teaching people to have conversations and sometimes these critical conversations yeah. without coming to it with an open heart, I say a heart at peace. Yes. And without blame or criticism and asking, what can I do instead of you need to? Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's huge. So I kind of take this whole thing and, and teach some groups how to have some of those uh, critical or crucial conversations. You know, did you yes. read that book, Crucial Conversations? Yeah, well, I, it's funny. It's the second time in two weeks it's been brought up to me. A friend of mine was just reading it and said, you really should read this book. I think, I think you would get a lot from it. Well, you know what's, and now then you take a, a lot of the things I've learned about emotional intelligence through my coaching mm -hmm. and, and my coach training is the fact that, oh my gosh, you know, it makes total sense that you don't want to have a crucial conversation when your blood is boiling, right. you know, and I tell people when you think about that, when you get into that state, yes. it's fight, flight, or freeze. Yes, that's right. So the brain is the, the blood is leaving the brain to go to your extremities. And that's yeah. not the wisest time to have that crucial conversation. That's exactly right. But this so is coupling, very, yeah. coupling no, that yes. with these other yes. knowledges makes you a more effective communicator. I, I couldn't agree more. And this to me is where it crosses into therapy and coaching. You know, as if there mm -hmm. a lot of therapists are becoming coaches, and and I see why, because it's really just focusing on the tools. Right. I mean, these are very specific tools. Sometimes, you know, there's all kinds of therapy and there's all kinds of, you know, and how I was trained is you can kind of choose, you have this option. You can, you only want to go down to the psychodynamic, you know, why your parents X, Y, Z, if you have to, but if there's present moment things you can work on, right. Those are, that's a different layer in experiential yeah. things. So this is kind of the experiential piece, which is really fun in a sense. And it's how can we, you know, solve some problems, right. Whether it's coaching or therapy in the here and now with these tools without well, I think, I think you're right on because I think so much of it is you know somebody will say I don't know why this person irritates me or why I irritate this right. person or why we rub each other the wrong way and I think it's 
it's part of the job is to help increase their self-awareness, you know, yes. the Jahari window kind of yes. thing. Yes. What, what you don't know, but others know about you and helping bring that into awareness. Yes. I think that's the skill of self-awareness that really broadens. Oh, I get it. I totally get it. Yes. And I, when that light bulb goes out, yes, that, that's kind of so magic. good. Yeah. Right. Because they've figured it out, you know. Right. And that's really what we're doing this for, right? Because those yes. those are the nuggets in the moments that it's like, yes, that feels so yeah, good. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, I just I think that the work you're doing is so important and awesome and interesting and fascinating. And now I'm all into this psychogeometric stuff. So now I'm gonna personally, I think, look into it. I think it'd be great for me to use with my clients as well. Well, they actually, we have a training going on this week for new consultants. Oh, so if you are interested in learning more about that, we can talk offline I, and yeah, I can we connect can. you to Susan and because we are looking for more consultants. I really think shapes can be the Myers-Briggs and disc of the future because it's simple yes. and you'll never forget you're a circle squiggle. Right. Which by the way, like if you had just said, pick from these five shapes, those would have been the two I would have picked, which is just funny. I'm like those, it's just me to a T, but it was also what I'm drawn to in terms yeah. of shapes. And I was like, of course I'm a squiggle. It's not even a shape, right? Like it's like, I can't, I, I can't fit in. I'm not a conformist. Well, fun. and once, once learning that, and yeah. then if you, there's modules on there that you can take that talk about perception. So perceptions that we have by, by pigeonholing people yes. and breaking yes. away from that and then yes. learning to flex, to meet the needs of other people. There's a leadership module. We have a 360 now. It's just amazing. Okay. And, well, and let's talk about it. Right. Fortune 100 companies you know, along it. with a lot of national nonprofits. Now I've taken it to the Olympic committee because almost every national sport governing body I've worked with has done it. <laughs> I did, um, actually it was Myers-Briggs, but before the Beijing Olympics in 2008, I did Myers-Briggs with all the Olympic coaches. Oh, wow. That is really so cool. It was pretty fascinating. That they were the more the pointy shapes. I'm so sure. I prepared harder for that, that, right. that talk than anything I've ever done, you know? Well, and I guess the reality is just like a parts theory is that we are all of the shapes, right? They're yes. all within us. It's just accessing and being able to touch on all of those parts. Right. Because box is the detail oriented. I have like one in box. Right. right. <laughs> so I, I've gotten very good at it. I've had to. Yes. So those are the have right. tos. Yes. But your circle and your swivel are your gifts. Yes. They come easy. Superpowers. So yes, you have all of the shapes within you. And learning to get skilled at all of them makes you a more effective communicator. And, you know, trying to get, if you're doing fundraising, right. you can figure out that person you're recruiting to donate money to your cause. Right. You can figure Absolutely. out what shape they are. You're going to have a better chance at getting the funding. Absolutely. I love it. This is, yeah. this is really fascinating. Thank you so much for introducing it to us and sharing yeah. it with us. And yeah, I will for send you the info. Yeah, we'll talk about it. And, you know, yeah. for joining us today, it's been so fun. And I'm so happy that you're part of lifechangers.info. So you guys can find Rose Snyder there. Check her out. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Joanna. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. You too. My pleasure. Bye. Bye.